All right. Hello, folks. This is Rico, and I have on on with me today Jen down in slightly warmer Texas. Hi, Jen. Hi, Rico. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it is, well, let's see, we're recording on, what is it that, God, it's just the 19th of November. Thanksgiving is less than a week away. It's a, it, This show will be for the 20th of November. It'll be show 882. Yeah, I don't know where time goes. It's so weird sometimes. You know, it's just I mean, I know you say you're 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 very busy these days. I'm busy. Everybody's busy and, you know, it'll be a new year before we know it. Uh, you know, the summer seemed pretty good. I, I I didn't feel like the summer just raced by. You know, we 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 had a lot of things going on. We went to multiple weddings and how was your summer? What what um, what are your highlights? Did you guys do anything fun or just stay at home mostly or yeah well i i worked from home because my business i have my own business but um that it allowed me to have my own vegetable garden so i did a lot of yeah yeah i always say I, I, I know your look your your annual pepper. war against the uh the the critters right from yeah. eating eating all your <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's our food I, i'm a big old softy i won't use any sort of like pesticides because i just don't want to kill birds or any other beneficial insects so they they won sure the, sure. the bugs won <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's that's so it was more of a bug problem than it was like a rabbit or, or critter problem? Oh, yeah. Bug, we, grasshoppers. They're the worst. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, that's kind of, uh, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I need some chickens to go out there and eat them all. <laughs> yeah. You know, up here we get these, uh, little beetles. I don't think they hurt, they hurt like crops very much. They're, they're kind of grayish brown. They're about the size of, uh, maybe a, of a small coin, like a dime or so. But Lynn, my wife was telling me that that there's like nothing goes after them. Like even birds don't eat them, and they're just like everywhere over the last couple of years up here. You know, you just can't even keep like almost a window, even with a screened window or a door open, because they just get in and uh, they're just ugh. <laughs> I I don't know if they're what their official name is. Everybody calls them stink buds, stink stink bugs, because if you squish them, they kind of smell kind of bad. So. Ew. I typically try to just sort of grab them, shoo them back outside, and five <laughs> five minutes later they're back in. I mean, I I don't have a real big problem of killing a bug or two that's in my house, but it's the because they smell that I'm like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, that's there's a lot of bugs, a lot of a lot of bugs. It's the only thing about you know we've gotten pretty cold weather up here now. It's the only, it's the one, to me at least, the only one thing about colder weather that's, that's a plus is that, yeah, it well, knocks no, down. <laughs> no more bugs, no more, no, we, we had, Lynn and I would go for walks around our neighborhood pretty regularly every day and, um, just to get out and about. And, uh, the funny thing is this year, especially, I think the last few years, we don't really have, even though there's water nearby and stuff. We don't really have a lot of trouble with mosquitoes, but we have a lot of big flies, flies, biting flies and things that are actually more of a problem than mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen these things, but you can buy, uh, you were talking about, you know, killing stuff or bugs, but you can buy these little electric, um, they kind of look like a small tennis racket and they have a battery and basically- Oh, yeah. They're, they're to really kill a fly in your house, you know, like it, it's more or less an electric fly swatter, right? Mm-hmm. And um, 
So we would always say, should we carry that with us on the walk? But the thing is when you're, it's one thing when you're inside your house, like a fly that's on the wall to get it, but you, to get a fly that's flying around you and, and, and going at you, it's really hard to get it. You know, I, I think in all the times we only got one. And, and so we just didn't bother to carry that thing. So everyone out there listening to the podcast, you're getting all kinds of info on bug on, tips, on, <laughs> bug, bug stuff. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it is cold up here. It's cold down where you are. It's cold everywhere. Crazy weather. And uh, although, hey, we're we're both better off than living in in Buffalo, New York, the, this this weekend because of the whatever. See, they I don't know if you follow this much, but um, <laughs> there's a football game in Buffalo we're supposed to be, and they moved it to Detroit because they're supposed to get like three to six feet or something like that. I heard snow. that. Yeah, I can't, I like, my mind can't fathom that. We oh, even I can't fathom. I think the most I've ever been in is is around, you know, twenty, almost two feet of snow at one, you know, within a couple of days. But I've never been in in that much snow at one time. You know, that's fallen. You know, I've never, we've never had that I've ever dealt with here. Really, really, like once we get to even a foot of snow here is pretty significant at one time. We're more like. You know, a couple inches here, a couple inches there. Maybe once in a two or three times a winter, we'll get eight, nine inches at once or something. But three to six feet? What? I'm six feet tall. I'm like, what? That snow is as tall as? No. That's, uh, I just, uh, there's all these places in the world we we always talk about here. We say like, okay, yeah, I'm never going to leave live in that area or that state, you know, like, and, and like all the hurricanes, I keep joking with Chris about you know, man, I know you guys have nice weather a lot of the time, but that hurricane thing—that's that's a that's a big con in my list of places. That's a, to, a deal breaker for you. <laughs> it it is a deal breaker, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I don't mind warm weather. I know you. I think I've said that to you before. I, I can take the hot and all, but but that kind of a storm, you know, that's just devastating. I live, you know. But, uh, yeah, so there's enough weather and bug reports and everything like that. Oh, so before we get started, yeah, I was going to tell you, we were talking about, before we started officially recording, about the um, conventions and covering those. And I was talking about, you know, trying or wanting to do more, like, live streams on the road kind of stuff. And you talked about um, this uh, piece of new gear that kind of takes the place of some audio gear and you're, you could potentially replace a few of your components in your booth there. Oh yeah, you, you can use what, it for live yeah. streaming too. It's called the yeah. Rode the Rodecaster Pro Two, which okay. I've heard a lot about. You should check it out. I think you would like it. Yeah, I will. Who do you know who makes that? Is Rode, that a? It's Rode oh. R O D E. Okay. Yeah, and okay. they 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 make really good equipment. It's not cheap. It is not cheap, from what I've heard. <laughs> but yeah, that's you know nothing is you know I, I we were talking about something earlier today here and and uh, you know it, it's. You pay for, you know, quality. You know, you kind of, you know, I don't want to say that everything, the more it costs, the better it is. That's not not necessarily not always, always. Tr- true, yeah. but you do, you do have, you know, some things are kind of expensive. It's crazy. We were, I keep seeing all these ads online, uh, especially this time of year through either the Facebook feed or other places of Christmas decorations. And there was this... Um, there's this new place. Maybe it's kind of new. Uh, basically, you sort of take a photograph of your home from the outside, and they sort of 
craft a video, um, basically a video projector unit to put like, so it doesn't actually put lights on your house. It just projects a Christmas scene to line up with your house structure, right? Mm -hmm. So where you would hang lights, like at your, the line that, you know, say the line of your roof or whatever, it'll put lights there. And in windows, it puts little Christmas scenes. But this thing, Jen, it costs, um, it's like $2,000, and, and I couldn't, like, imagine, first off, spending that much for decorations would be a lot. But you have to leave this projector out outside, sitting basically on your lawn, projecting on your house. And what about, isn't someone just going to come by and pick that up off your, I mean, it won't work for their house, I guess. I think it's, I think they're all custom built or, or the video that they create to match huh. your dimensions of your house and where your windows are. I don't know. It came up in my feed and. You know, we were talking about how much things cost, and I said, yeah, I'd rather buy a few strings of lights and, and hang them up. But, uh, I mean, I've gotten a little projector thing, a couple little projector things for for the holidays, but they were like $20 or $30, not – that projects like a little uh, – I had one for Halloween that you could put in a window to project like little scary scenes, and, and then they have uh, Christmas ones that does like maybe Santa Clauses in your window, that kind of stuff, so – but all right, so we've we've ga- gabbed about. Oh, but I wanted to go back to the convention. So my my thought, like I was going to say earlier, is I want to try to do more, you know, on the road kind of things when I'm out at a con or or something like that. Uh, and I'm going to a convention in, in Columbus uh, in two weeks, Columbus, Ohio. It's a it's run by a new kind of a newer place called GalaxyCon, but like they're going to have like four or five different next gen people there uh they're gonna have william shatner's gonna be there a lot of the doctor who people are gonna be there Uh, i've i've not seen so many celebrities really they don't even really have that many celebrities all in one place even at san diego and uh but i'm kind of excited i'm gonna try to do a few things uh, with just my iphone i think when i'm there uh, a couple little snippets and stuff like that, but um, yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited. I haven't gone to, I haven't gone to a con except during the summer in in a while. So it'll be kind of interesting to go during kind of winter time. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Although I'm hoping it doesn't get, we don't get bad weather because to go to Columbus, Ohio, from where I live, is about a almost four hour drive. So I hopefully that weekend we won't have like right now the weather here isn't bad. It's just cold with a little bit of snow on the ground. But um, all right. So with all that said, everyone, I'm sure you've uh, we've babbled enough. Maybe I'll edit this down a little bit. <laughs> but the uh, the main thing I want I've been talking to Jen about this for a little while now. We were trying to arrange a time to talk. We kind of waited, want to wait, wait till the the series was end had ended or the season, at least for this, not the series ending, but the season. So we wanted to talk about Rings of Power. And I wanted to really talk to you, Jen, about it, because I know you're a big big fan of Lord of the Rings and, and mm-hmm. Tolkien and everything, right? I remember oh, yeah. your, your stories of reading fantasy novels at work and hiding them away. From, <laughs> that's how from Angela the, and I the, met. <laughs> the muggles, right? Hiding yeah, them from the muggles. That's, yeah. that's how Angela and I met. Um, I, I was new at the company she worked at, and I was at my desk reading The Two Towers, and she was walking by and she saw it, and she kind of walked backwards back to the opening of my cubicle and I put it away really fast and she was like you are reading the two towers <laughs> I was like no no I'm not <laughs> yeah yeah no no you didn't see anything yeah. move along move along <laughs> hello there yeah, yeah that's when when she decided I was okay 
<laughs> well, it's it's so funny these days. You know, I would say years and years gone by that I think it was a little bit more of not as out in the open, we'll call it, all of us nerds and geeks. That, But these days, like I'll tell you, I, I went and um, I got a flu shot like last week, just a you know, flu vaccine shot, whatever. Anyway, um, I don't know. I don't think you probably watched this show, but the Flash TV show, there's mm-hmm. – they work at a kind of a little place called Star Labs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've heard that before in some of the DC comic stuff. But anyway, Star Labs. So I have this Star Labs T-shirt, and I'm getting this flu shot. And the, and the lady, um, she was younger. She was probably like mid-20s or something. She's like, oh, I love your T-shirt. I, I have one kind of like that. And I'm like, oh, you mean you're a fan of The Flash? And so we started talking <laughs> about that. And, uh, you, you know, it always makes me feel good to, to see, you know, uh, when I run into anybody, you know, wherever they are, and and, it, and it's funny, I've I have a couple. Joe in Canada is a big f- fan of this, where he he wears what he calls the very subtle, yes. you know, nerd clothes, yeah. just really subtle stuff, so that you really can find out if somebody somebody really knows this stuff or is a fan. And I I had this polo shirt that that uh, said Wayland Utani on it from the Alien movies. Uh-huh. That's a big. That's the big bad corporation rights that wants an alien. Yes. And uh and so that's a very that's a real inside nerdland thing, right? It just has the words on the like a little logo. And then there was a guy at General Motors I was I was meeting with or I meet with him pretty regularly and he he said, "Oh yeah, alien whaling." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're a nerd." And and then he pulls out his phone and he shows me all this stuff and and I'm like, "Ah, one of us." Yes. <laughs> that happens to me. I have a wallet that Angela gave me for Christmas one time that um, it's it's an abstract of Boba Fett's helmet, but it's a it's an, a rectangular shape um, yeah, wallet uh-huh. and it's different blocks of color. And it's you really can't tell. It's just beautiful. The light green and the black and all that stuff. And um, you can tell when someone knows what it is like all it doesn't matter. Guys. Women at the grocery store, they always go, oh, you're a Star Wars fan? Or like, Boba <laughs> Fett. Oh, I know that. But then yeah. we know that there are some that just think it's cool looking. And they go, oh, that's a pretty wallet. Yeah, you can tell. Those people, they don't get it. But they think it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, it, yeah. It, th- those subtle things are are nice. I mean, I still wear stuff that's right in your face. It's like, you know, Thor t-shirt or whatever, you know, or something. But but then the the you know just I mean even like the Star Trek little Delta Shield logo I think I think a lot of people already know what that is right even if mm-hmm. you're not a big Star Trek fan like the the some of the symbols they use in Star Wars I, I think are some people might kind of recognize it some might not you know even if they're not a what we, what we'd call like a hardcore fan like a really into it person or not so but yeah it, it's fun to run into people like that so. But back on to Lord of the Rings. So what we wanted to do is talk about this Rings of Power show that uh, was on Amazon, Amazon Prime, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's just way too many of those services. I can't. I put up a list on the Facebook Treks and Sci-Fi Facebook group today of um, it was like from TV Guide of all the shows that like have been renewed of all the different like regular TV networks, all the streaming services, the stuff that have been canceled, renewed. It, it's so crazy how many different shows there are now and uh but yeah so rings of power which aired i don't know i think the last episode was maybe a we're probably 
back in September now? Was it that long back? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, they only did eight episodes, right, for the first season. Yeah, it wasn't, eight. I can't remember yeah. how many there were, but we, yeah, we were kind of disappointed when there were no more. <laughs> a, li- a little. I mean, the, uh, uh, you know, overall, I think I, I, the plan that I'm, I've read, and we can give a little background here and stuff like that while we're, while we get into talking about it, but the, um, it's, uh, you know, they had a, there was a, obviously Game of Thrones was a big, huge hit for HBO. So the kind of the quick background on this was that I guess Jeff Bezos and whoever else at, at Amazon said, hey, we need a we want a big time fantasy series. And so they worked with the Tolkien estate. And, and after enough, whatever, working back and forth, they they decided this is this is what they bought. I don't know what how much what exactly it gives them rights to or not, because as we talk about it, it it's kind of its own thing. You know, yeah. they've kind of taken Tolkien and they've kind of taken elements and they've kind of spun their own little, little tale. But, um, so the, the, sto- the, the thing I wanted to say though about it is even though it was only eight episodes, it, it is coming back. They have this sort of tentative thing that if you look around in Google and online and search and things, they, they say they're shooting for like five seasons whether it'll be like eight episodes each season, who knows? I'm not sure. I know they're already filming the second season. Uh, they've been working on it for a little while, although the cast and the principal photography, I guess, just kind of gotten going about over the last month or so. So we probably won't see that until, uh, I would say, mid to late next year for the next season. And, you know, I'm kind of, I kind of don't, understand if they've already kind of committed to doing multiple seasons why they don't just like keep filming you know why they take i'm not sure of all that kind of detail but um it does sound like they're trying to not just you know they're trying to tell a certain story here of their own their own take on it but before we get into maybe the show a little itself so You've read, obviously, Lord of the Rings. Have you read all the other kind of other things to say, yes. tell everyone, like, the kind of, you know, how much that you've read and how how versed are you in Tolkien? We'll, we'll put it that way. I think probably um, more than the average nerd, but not <laughs> More maybe than the as, average bear, Yeah, I but there say. are some who, like, I would consider myself a Star Wars aficionado who probably is you know on the historian level as knowledge goes <laughs> and for lord of the rings i'm, I'm probably just like a amateur historian <laughs> if uh-huh. you want to put it in that perspective so like you're an you're in like an a level student for star wars and like a b level for tolkien is I that would, what you kind I, of put i would put say it? a level Something. for for lord of the rings but i it's just oh, okay. um yeah. um i've i've committed myself to listening to um the Fellowship, the Two Towers, and Return of the King at least once a year. And my son loves it. So that's like something that the two of us can connect with even beyond Star Wars. Yeah. And it's just something. That's great. And during the pandemic, we would like, like we have this rule in our house. If someone quotes a movie, um, you say, okay, that's one. Because it, the rule in our house is, if you quote it three times, you have to rewatch it. So we were purposefully <laughs> quoting it three times so we could rewatch. And we would do The Hobbit, too, the Hobbit movie series, which yeah. is also... And, and Aaron loves... I think he loves The Hobbit more. Like, he loves the dwarf, the dwarves, yeah. 
well, it's kind culture. of a simpler story too. I mean, it's 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 a little. Um, although in the movies, it certainly got a lot more involved and elaborate than it than it was in the. Oh has yeah, he actually read the Hobbit book. Yes, in fact, okay. he's he's already read yeah. it with me. Okay. Um, and then they're reading it in school. He's twelve in seventh grade, so he's like. Uh, knows more than his teacher. <laughs> Let's put it that way about The Hobbit sure. and The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And he was very disappointed because she was reading um, the poem um, Far Over, oh, what is it, The Misty Mountains Cold, you know, the song. They, yeah. they made it into a song. But she was putting her own melody to it, and Aaron was like, it was so hard, Mom. <laughs> so hard. Oh, to you mean very different than they that. did in the, in the movies, <laughs> you mean? Kind of? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The song in the movies, um, he knows the song, and he, he's learning to play it on his piano, too. So, yeah. Anyway, it's something we can connect to, we connect with over. And, and I've read not only The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, but also the ones that came before that, which are really hard for me to understand in some ways. Uh-huh. Um, um, and I think that Chris and Meds are probably better you know, at, and knowing that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, anyway. well, Chris, I think for sure. And then, um, he's got a good friend, David, I know yeah. who, who's, um, he's like a, he's like a, you know, professor level, I'll call it. Tolkien yes. Guy, you know, yes. Kind of yeah. I'm not that level. <laughs> yeah. Well, my mom, you're, you're definitely, this is why I wanted to get you on the show for this because I, I've, you know, of course seen all the movies I've, I've read the books, but I, I have not reread as like you have. I I just don't seem to ever get a chance or, or have time. I'm always trying to read something new. So while I, I feel like I know the basics and I know the stories and I know the characters fairly well, they're they're not the, the there's so much detail in those things. I don't I definitely I'm I'm more like about a B minus C plus Tolkien guy, you know, kind of <laughs> a thing. Something like that. But so, so getting into, so tell me a little bit about, so getting into the show itself before we get into maybe a lot of detail on it, give me just sort of a quick rundown. And, and by the way, folks, spoiler alert a little bit here for either Tolkien in general or probably the, the, the show, because the show is kind of its own thing. Yeah, it's hard and, not and, to spoil it. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, if we want to talk about the show and what they've done we really are going to have to talk about things that happen obviously in it so Mm -hmm. if you haven't watched you know if you don't want to listen to this we'll we'll try to try not to give a ton of detail out you know it's always a little tricky but i'm just here's there's your spoiler warning a little bit lengthy of of but you've been you've been warned so overall after the eight episodes or even during the eight episodes jen i mean what um what did you think about the show in in general, and and then we can we can like I said talk about more um, more detail of the episodes and the characters too. But what what was your kind of feeling about it? And even now, after you know being a couple months later, well, I t- I talked to Meds about it because I needed somebody who loved it more because I know he was really critical of the Hobbit films because he's just. He, that's how much he loves the Lord. And I was like, please tell me <laughs> what you think about this because I'm having a hard time. And I think that I I was kind of like, I didn't like what they did with the Wheel of Time. 
and so I came into it with not a lot. Right, of which we were th- we were thinking of doing that sometime, which we still could potentially. But yeah, I, I, I know, know I know you were pretty down on that of of because I know you love those books. Yeah. Yes, and so I. M- I was managing my own expectations by expecting it to be really sucktastic. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good word. Uh, yeah, that's a yeah. I, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And I and I was I'm very like I'm protective of Tolkien. Like you just don't mess with. It. I mean, I like Jordan's you know Robert Jordan stuff, but he, he's like riding the coattails of Tolkien. Like he's oh, he, Tolkien so many, is the master, you know, and you yeah, don't I mean, fart around with that, right? Yeah. Although I would say there's there's a there's a lot of fantasy writers that do good stuff, really really good stuff out there. I don't know how much you read of others. I know. Yeah, I, I, I read a lot of other fantasy stuff. But, but the uh, and and I think they've expanded on their own thing. But but yeah, Tolkien's its own thing. The 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 the. the the tricky thing, and then I'll, you know, you continue, but the, um, you know, he read, or he, sorry, he wrote a sort of finite amount of material, right? You know, mm-hmm. so, so when it's, and it, 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 so to do what they're doing here, I, I think in a way they almost had no choice to, to kind of spin their own version to, to a degree, but go ahead. And so you talk to meds and, yeah, and, and, and you're, really... you're, you were feeling very like, cautiously like yes mm, i wasn't expecting much because of well they had done wheel of time right that was also amazon prime although obviously a whole different set of like people working on the show yes that's what i was saying like they they there were aspects of the wheel of time that i did not love that they changed which i was just you know you know i've always had it was very different for me i mean just a quick aside on the wheel of time but and I and I, as you know, and in some some century, I'll, I'll get back to those books. But I love the early books of Wheel of Time. I mean, the first you know four or five, especially, and and that show when they did the show. And I I definitely am not as down on it as, as I think you were. But but I'm like, what is this? I was basically saying, I don't remember that. What what is this? What's going? Oh yeah, on? they changed some things. It's like, you know, it was very. It, it was sort of like um, visiting an old place where they've everything's been moved around. Yes, ago. that's it. And I know yeah. why they did it. They want to appeal to a, a younger audience, but why start Somewhat. it? Why yeah. start it without honoring first the people who always loved it? Yeah, yeah, they're sure, and and, and yeah, it, it's it's a it's a very you know Star Wars has had this situation, Star Trek's had this situation where. Where what do you do? How do you do it? Do you do something completely new? Do you do you kind of try to go down the middle and do a little pick a little bit of the old and the new or whatever? But but go but go, continue with your so um so your impressions. Yeah. yeah. No. So I was trying you to manage my own. Yeah, I was trying to manage my own expectations because I because of what I experienced at the wheel of time being super excited. I didn't want to get super excited, so I went in like. <laughs> I think I was less disappointed than most Wheel of Time because, not Wheel of Time, Lord of the Ring fans because a lot of them, like, super hate it. And I didn't. I liked a lot of the things they did in it. I I did. But it felt different because it's not, it's not the same people making, you know, making it as they, you know, they made the the movies. Although they did borrow a lot from it and tried to make it feel related. And it takes place in a previous time. So it's old it just there's some parts of it that yeah, I the felt. F- 
first age or yeah, whatever it's called. It felt right? different. So yeah. I was having trouble adjusting to that. And I talked to meds about it and he was like, I enjoy it. And I love that I can watch it with Isla, you know, and she loves it. And I was like, you know, that's what I should hang on to. It's something I can watch with Aaron, you know, and, and enjoy with him and just not like be a super nerd about it and try to love it for what it is. And I do like it a lot more than, you know, their effort on the Wheel of Time. I mean, I love the casting. Um, I think that's done well. Um, Yeah. And, you know, they did a really good job with the environments. They felt like the movies as far as the the lighting and the backgrounds and the the settings. Well, I think they filmed a lot of the, um, I think they filmed a lot of the outside stuff in New Zealand, you know, in air, you know, like they, they went to kind of to get the same look of the movies that they had, you know, not that these are at all connected, right? They're, they're not supposed to be, but to at least have that same, like you said, sort of look and feel. So the locations and stuff were, were similar. Yeah. 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 And Even though it's a-, a whole different time frame, like you said, it's not like right. it's supposed to be. It's not like they're just telling like Lord of the Rings again, but from some other point of view or something like that. It's mm-hmm. it's a whole, you know, 900 years earlier or something, whatever, right. or something like that. Yes, right? yes. And, and there are some things they've changed. Uh, I can't remember yeah. exactly what, but, you know, it's still okay. And it's just little details that I think they, they're getting that are off. You know, like um, Kate Blanchett's portrayal uh of Galadriel, you know, uh-huh. that is like the ideal Galadriel. And, and I know and she's a, a lot different. younger. She's very yeah. young and, you know, at this time and she has a lot to grow, but Galadriel in the future has mischief in her eyes. Right. And you just never know what she's thinking, <laughs> what she's going to do. And this Galadriel is very different in, in that it, I don't feel that mischief. It's just, yeah, they've had a yeah, little, kinda... I, yeah, there's been a couple, it's been, she's pretty dour and grim, frankly. I mean, you know, yeah, she's, and she's, she's angry. She's you know, coming from a, yeah. from a war and her, she lost um, her brother. And so I know a lot of that yeah. is happening, but I just think that they lost an opportunity. You know, they needed to pump that back in. Just like, like what I was saying about the Wheel of Time not being humorous. That's a big part of those books. Like there's parts that you just, it's the heart of certain characters and, that you don't want to get yeah. rid of. You want to make sure is preserved in your your new iteration. So there are things like that 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 I, that are you know I'm I'm working on. But they, like I said, I overall enjoy the series. I'm not one of the ones that are hating on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least I think we're both um, for the most part we're the kind of fans of these things that we I think we understand and sort of accept that they're going to do some things. I mean, unless they really change too much that we you know you hit that limit like it sounds like for wheel of time you know for you it was like there's just <laughs> there's nothing here that i you know that i can grab onto right it's like okay i get you did your own thing but i don't even really like what your new thing is you know what mm-hmm. i mean kind of a mm-hmm. thing so there's there there are you know chris chris and i and joe you know and angela like there's I, I always put it into this terms. It seems like these days it, it's, it's everything is, seems to be so black and white of, of, you know, you either love it or hate it kind of a thing. But I think there's a lot of room for the middle, right. Of, of, yeah. um, of, of these kinds of things. I mean, there's, there's 
to do a TV series, for one thing, the time. Let's just talk about the time. It, you know, you've got, you've got, you know, you've got dwarves, you've got elves, you, you've got, you know, the sort of precursors to, to you know, the hobbits. I mean, the, the, you know, especially, and then you got humans, and and they, they're trying to cover a lot of ground here, and and you can't do it like a book, really, right? Because these characters, you know, the humans aren't going to live that long for one thing, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, I guess what I'm saying, they're, it, one big thing right there is they're having to compress things and compress time and compress the timeline a bit. And a lot of stuff's going to be happening quicker than probably it really should uh, just to make it, you know, and they're trying to, they're trying to weave a lot of elements together that don't really in the books or the other you know, ancillary and stories that Tolkien wrote, like they don't really all fit together, right? Mm-hmm. E- you know, e- even the main characters, you know, like Galadriel, they've changed dramatically just to fit her in as she's more or less the primary character here, right? She's kind of driving the story. And, but I mean, you know, she's, she really, that did, that wasn't what she did back in this time, really. So, you know, they, they've changed that. And then the whole thing, you know, when I first heard about this show, you know, I'm enjoying it too, just like you, just to get that out of the way. I mean, I'm enjoying it very much. I think maybe a l- possibly a little bit more, maybe because I'm not it's quite as connected to the books is, is hard. But the, uh, what was I going to say? The, um, the whole thing is called Rings of Power, right? Mm-hmm. So before when the show was coming out, you know, or when it was like, oh, we're going to see how all the little rings came about, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now I, I don't, you re, you tell me, Jen, but I, I, they've already changed that, I think. I, and 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 with what they've done in the, in the first, you know, eight episodes here, they've already changed that a bit with with the rings for the elves. And, and not only that, I, I think, I don't think that Tolkien really laid it out quite as, like in detail in in any of the books or stories that he wrote is they're going to try to do it seems here yeah it may have been a part of the um the cimmerillion or yeah there's um, a little bit of that that. in there i think you know and and whoever's listening there's probably people out there yelling at us like oh you guys are all full of whatever i'm sorry hey i gave a disclaimer (laughs) i did say i i know more than the average geek but i'm not an (laughs) I'm not a historian. Yeah, well, I read. I actually read the Similarian not that long ago, maybe about a year or so ago, and there is stuff in there about it. But the, um, but the point is, they're trying to craft like a sort of a very connected story, right? Where all these little characters, and they've introduced a lot of new characters, uh, and they they all they want to have them all sort of come together and and be involved in the story. You know, you have Elrond. You know, Durin, you know, they, Galadriel, you know, they have this, this Hall, what's the guy's name? Hallbrand? Hallbrand? Hallbrand, yeah, who turns into, <laughs> well, that's a big spoiler, so I'm not going to say that. But he's not quite who he appears to be, but we'll just leave it at that. But the, um, but they're trying to put a lot of disparate, di- dis, you know, uh, characters. Yeah. Dis- yeah, yeah, that, that they're trying to have them all involved, right? And then you got the stranger from the sky, right, coming down, who's Gandalf? Is that Gandalf? Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But but they're kind of leaving it pretty vague, right? Mm-hmm. So and uh, so yeah, I I do like him, and I do like all that. <laughs> I like the fact that he's he he comes crashing down all around these these Harfoots, right? They call him in the oh yeah 
and and they're all like little short people of course supposed to be and he's this big tall guy and uh and they do a pretty good job with that like they did in the uh in the Lord of the Rings films you know in the Hobbit films you know they do they do a lot of stuff with camera you know they don't they try to make it like you're actually they're not just doing it you know like in some kind of visual effect post-production they're trying to like Oh, they have them stand somewhere where it's a little bit lower than the other guy, so he just kind of looks taller. You know what I mean? They, don't, mm-hmm. you know, and I like I like it that it looks more practical than it is like they're digitally like shrinking people or whatever. How yeah. did you? What did you think about him and and the Harfoots and all that part of the story of this? Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. At first, I was kind of like, eh, you know, they, they're they're primitive hobbits. Um, yeah, but uh, I I love the characters and um, just all of the the little the what do you call it the the culture they're kind of making in the primitive hobbits. You can kind of see a progression yeah. starting. Like what I love about stories is when characters change, and when it's a group of characters or a group of people. I mean, I think that's just as interesting when you see a progression from the way they used to be to the way we know them in the Lord of the Rings. And it's just, I don't know, it's really interesting. Yeah, you see somebody develop and grow and change and everything, right? Like, what's the one Harfoot that that kind of finds Gandalf? Um, Lori or Nori? Nori? Nori, right? Nori, yeah. Nori, yeah. And, uh, I mean, she's on a, you know, and that's, I think, a completely brand new character. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure she's going to have a, a pretty big story. Right, she's yes. now off on a big adventure, kind of like Bilbo. I'm going did, on know. an adventure. Yes, <laughs> I'm going on an adventure. Yeah, and uh, but um, I, I was flipping through just before we started to um, uh, record, and I don't want to. We won't get. We won't get into a detail of a play by play of the eight episodes or anything like that. But I, I pulled up a few, a few lists of. You know, biggest changes in the Rings of Power show versus what Tolkien wrote. Like, uh, here's one of them, and there's like, I think, 10 or 11 items on this, 10 items. One is the timeline. They they say, you know, you know they're, they're compressing a lot of things. Like, I already think I mentioned this about how they're compressing things a lot. Um, Galadriel, you already mentioned that, mm-hmm. right? She, she's quite a bit different, and she wasn't really all that involved back in in this age in this time of of what they're having her do here they're just kind of i like that i like her version here and i mm-hmm. and i like the actress i think they do need to kind of put some of that mischievousness in like you said and kind of also kind of lighten her up just a little bit yes i, I get a lot of grim things are happening but uh i i think that it would be nice to see i i saw a little bit I think there's a little bit of signs of that in the last couple of episodes, I think, especially after all the big, terrible stuff that happens. Well, but, there uh, is one scene where she's in Galadriel. There's only one scene I've ever seen her fight, quote unquote, fight. <laughs> you know, when she you mean you mean in the other movies, in the movies, in the, when yeah. she confronts uh, Sauron. Yeah. You know, right. Um, then you just know she's a badass. But you don't sure. have anything to back that up. You just know, like you don't want to mess sure. with her. They considered yeah. her the witch. You know, that's what what uh, remember Gimli thought of her as a witch at the beginning when he first met her. That's the mm-hmm. the the story about her that he knew. So you knew there was something about her that was dangerous. Yeah, and in sure. in in the Ring of Power, in the Rings of Power, she's um, 
she's sparring with the the um what are they called ah it's um it's escaping me they're soldiers um yeah the soldiers in Numenor or whatever, in Numenor right? yeah, yeah she's human, she's yeah. sparring with them and it's it's a beautiful sword play like choreography of a of a, a sword fight yeah and yeah. um there's mischievousness in that and I and I like that that was there is like more of that. Not, it doesn't need to be fighting, but it's the mischievousness, you know, that I like. Yeah, just, yeah. You don't I expect so. from her, yep. you know. Anyway, exactly. that I thought they brought it in there. Yeah. Yeah, and um, what else did they say? The forging of the rings is is as pr- pretty different, which I already was talking about a little. There, I'm sure that's going to continue that way. I mean, we've we've only seen a little bit of that so far. Uh, this Hallbrand character, that's a big thing. That's a big, uh, let's call it change slash addition or whatever. But um, uh, this is this point here I'm going to defend a little or just talk about. I want to expand on this because I really like probably my favorite stuff for me, at least. I don't And then you can maybe you chime in and say what you've liked the most. But the um, I love Elrond and Durin and their little brother kind of relationship, even though one's a dwarf and one's an elf. Oh, yes. And I love that a lot. And that's not really from any anything in the books that I know of. And and I, I really, really have loved seeing, you know, how he's trying to bring the sort of the elves and the dwarves together. Uh, and, and then the, the whole mithril thing, like Chris was mentioning this, the other, and that, that, that's a, that's a bit of a change. That's not really, yes. that's not a thing in the books and I, but I'm okay with it. Really? Did that, how, how did that, what did you think of Elrond, Durin and mithril, those three things or what was your, did, did mithril thing bother you very much? It didn't that, bother me because yeah. it kind of helped form the relationship between Durin and Elrond. You know, so yeah, sure. it, it, it served I like a the rock breaking contest. Right. I like. Yeah, that it served a purpose. <laughs> you see how how much they care about each other. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I really you know, I really like those guys that I, I would watch just the Elrond Duran show, you know, just, uh-huh. just those guys. And then the Harfoots and, and the stranger that that's that's a completely sort of, you know, they've taken they've taken hobbits and tried to bring that, you know, them in or a. a precursor to them and then and then this stranger character that comes down in this flaming you know flaming ball you know being being probably more or less Gandalf but Gandalf didn't arrive until later in Middle Earth right mm-hmm. so so that's a little different um Mordor there there's another one that they oh I, yeah I was okay with them kind of using what happens in the show to kind of almost create that uh, mm-hmm. and did i i thought that was i mean that was quite a scene for one thing yes it was <laughs> uh they have stuff about valinor in here i'm not gonna talk too much about that i don't think um that wasn't i guess uh, such a thing in the books or with galadriel going and all and then not going but um what else they got here new characters obviously there's a lot of new characters some of the humans I don't. It's hard for me to get a the that new um, the, that one elf guy that has sort of he's in love kind of with the the human woman. That's kind yes. of a new thing. Arind, I don't know. How to say this guy's name Arinder or something. I just like had that. it pulled up. Yeah, and she's Bronwyn. I think is is her is the is the human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little he's bit of one, a new. That's the only one that is hard for me. I mean, it, and I didn't. I like him more now. You know that uh-huh. he's he has has yeah. had something to contribute 
Um, but it, it took a while for me to warm up to him. It's just because he's so different. And the one thing, one of the criticisms I had was the hair in this TV show. <laughs> you know, it's so they got some crazy the, the they got, styling of the movies. They and got some it just, crazy hair, though. The Modern uh, haircuts. And I'm like, come on. But it, it doesn't bother me anymore. I'm not uh, used to yeah, it. Yeah, El, Elrond, Elrond uses a lot of product. You know, he's got a lot of... Yes, he has poofy hair. He, he, he could be an Elvis <laughs> impersonator. Yeah, he's got a pretty big poof. And it's funny, you know, the thing about the hair, Jen, that she said is yeah. like... It's almost like the, all the elves, like, go to the same style. The hair stylist. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> except like, for dude, the king. <laughs> shake it up a little. Yeah, exactly. Except for, right, Gil- Gilligad or Gilligad or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's got the whole, like, long hair swept back kind of, a little bit more like they did in the movies, I think. Yeah, I, I get you. You're right. There was this show, oh, it was a few years ago that was on um, the, 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 it was based on the Shannara books. I don't know if you've ever read those. Uh, yes, I've but, read a couple. But um, they did a TV show. You probably never saw it, but though those those people look like they stepped out of like an MTV video yes. or, or like they were way too pretty. They they were, I'm okay with, you know, you're going to get attractive people to, to star in your movies and TV shows, right, for the most mm-hmm. part, unless specifically it's calling for. But but you need to make them not look like 20th, 20 or now 21st century people, right? You need to do something to, to make them look a little bit otherworldly or different or, or whatever I know I, just I like don't know. the contrast of you know this person looks this way and it's like I, I appreciate that about the show you know that it does breaking yeah. from those conventions from the books because it's an old book I mean it was written right oh, sure. around like they started it around or Tolkien began writing it I believe I mean in the 20s yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, life was different then and, and, and then the way they, I mean, he didn't describe people to that T, but it's just the way they brought them to life in the movies, I guess. Uh, you know, it's sure, nice yeah. to have different types of people. And to that end, I love Durin's wife. I think her name is Disa. I yeah. love that character. She's one of my yeah. favorites. And the Although leader of the Hotfoots, too. She doesn't I mean, have a beard. <laughs> well, now no. you say that, she does have sideburns. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they're kind of covered by her hairstyle. They so. didn't go full beard, but you know the th- the thing about that and the bearded female dwarf thing, you know, that I always think to myself is like, well, they could shave, right? There's nothing stopping them from. But from... I don't think that's in the books. You know, I think no, that's just no, a joke sh- in the movies sure. that Gimli. I mean, yeah. there was who was it? Aragorn told um, Arwen. Didn't he? That the that the or Awen, he told her that the <laughs> the dwarves women had beards, but he was just joking. Yeah, but, you know, I, well, in, in in the Hobbit, a, you know, when there biggie. are scenes of the dragon attacking, yeah, um, you see women in those like you have to pause it really fast. I know me and Aaron do that. We pause it really fast to see if the women have beards. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's not at all of a of a big thing at all. I mean, the yeah. The, the bigger things to to me, the biggest thing about this show, and and this is where I give it a lot of like, um, let's say rope or whatever you know that expression where I'm giving it a lot of like slack and rope because they're they're trying to tell sort of a cohesive story here of a lot of different elements, right? And it's, I, I mean, I, I my my 
I'm kind of impressed really with the with the and I and I love the way it looks. I, I think it's a beautiful looking show. Yes, right? they did a it's, good job. It's just amazing looking. And and just the scenes, especially, you know, some of the scenes of Numenor, especially to me, and, and the mines, you know, when they're in there, and just just all of it really in general. And some of the battles, especially near the last few episodes where they have some big, big scenes going on, horses involved and a lot of stuff happening and just I mean, it's uh, it, it's dramatic for sure, and there there there's a lot of money being you know I don't remember what I read or heard of how much they're spending on, on this, but it's not 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 cheap. Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, and that's right. not made in somebody's backyard with a with a hand or the GoPro or something. And I've read yeah. conflicting um, articles over how it was received. So some people say it was a flop. And then some are saying that it's like one of the most well-received TV series. I don't know where you know how well it yeah, did. I can't that's, tell. Well, it, I, I think there's two two factors a little bit. I mean, w- w- first off, one one is did it did it do well ratings wise, right? Uh-huh. Regardless of what people thought or not, ultimately they really mostly depend on or count on. Obviously, if a show is liked, it's going to be watched, right? So that kind of goes together, but. I think it was it did well like ratings in terms of people watched it. And of course the whether whether ultimately everyone is really that happy with it or not. Yes, there is a pretty big divide of I think uh, opinions. But I I think it's really I I'm going to put it this way. I think it's only the ones that are the real far end of the spectrum in terms of Hey, I love the Lord of the Rings. I eat and breathe it and everything. And and I think some of those got pretty turned off, but I think overall that's a pretty small percentage of the people in the world, right? Yeah. So so I I think I I don't know. I I have not I think all of our little group of friends and things I think in general are fairly level-headed in terms of like we we don't generally go like, you know, oh, they changed to page 2 and they changed page 59 in in the in the in the book so I, I i hate it you know like we're we're pretty we understand why and how they do some of this stuff we have our limits but but the i think there's i think we're a little more accepting and a, a little bit more reasonable i i guess some people go off like i said and they just like nope too much different and i look at it like it was like the star trek movies right with with chris pine and those mm-hmm. or even like some of discovery or even more strange new worlds possibly or whatever it's like this is kind of their version of it, right? It doesn't it doesn't take away from the books. They're still there. It doesn't take away from Peter Jackson's films, right, that he did. It doesn't, like, you can kind of look at it as its own thing. That's the way I try to think about it. I don't know. Is that is that kind of how you think about it, too, or or try to? Yeah, yeah I have. I, I've said this for a long time for on, and, you know, on the Anomaly podcast that I do with Angela. It's on hiatus now, but... I've always said that it's like the book is the 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 parent and the TV yeah. show or movie is the child. They're related but they're not the same person. So there's going to be yeah. differences. So yeah. I I understand that it's just I have some small asks that you honor the <laughs> spirit of the original in some way like don't go off-roading too much, you know. Um cuz I'm an artist, I I like to play off of things and be inspired by things and do something new with it but like you can't like take it and 
twist it in a way that's too dramatic where the original fans can't come along for the ride, you know? Yeah. And I feel like yeah. the Lord of the Rings Rings of Power, they still stayed within the guardrails, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so. that's right. We hit a we hit a rail or two, but we we yeah. Well, I think the I think I think about it like the the Star Wars sequel movies, right? The ones with um, Ray and all that stuff. You know, I think they went pretty far with that, and 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 I think even some of us maybe weren't the yeah. happiest, right? You know, Luke living off on an island, all of Mister Hermit and all that. We've talked about these things before, so I won't go into it a lot, but I um. I think that's like you said. We we we. I think we felt like, well, wow, that's he's a lot different than he's ever shown before, right? Like yeah. It's kind. It's kind of like, and you said it a little bit about Gladriel, right? About just you know, okay, I want to see a little bit more of you know the Gladriel that I know a bit, and not just even from the movies, you know, too, but from the books as well, of course. But mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I I mean, I think overall, I think it's a, it was pretty ambitious, you know. It's yeah, it's, it's a lot to it, bite off. Those are it, re- it really big, is. And you know, big shoes to fill, too. Like, Oh, yeah. That, well, that was really brave, I mean, to try that. Because you're going to either get lots of hate <laughs> or yeah. lots of love. Yeah, no. I mean, they could have grabbed some other... I mean, this is obviously a very well-known series. So it's going to be compared to the books. It's going to be compared to the films that they've done. So they could have grabbed some other fantasy. There's a whole whole bunch of them there out there is, yeah there's a ton of things and and this is where people talking you know when people get on kind of negative about stuff it's especially when people start doing quote-unquote remakes of things but they're like oh there's hollywood again they can't come up with anything new they keep going over the old ground but it also has sort of a built-in fan base too right yeah yeah so they're it's the idea of striking lightning. Like if they magically pick a, a a series that really people like and and then they do a good job with it and people maybe then start reading whatever the series is or the books. But you've it's a double edged sword a bit. Like they like you said, they, they grab something here. You could you can you gotta be careful about you, you could really you don't want to annoy too many of the fans. But you also want to be able to pull in an audience too overall who don't know every detail of the books. Yeah. So, so it's it, yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't want to do it. Ugh, ne- never no. in a million, million well, years. Well, you know, I think the reason they sometimes use the same like something that's already been created. First of all, they're in it for the money. I mean, Ultimately, not for the art. Yeah, not for the art. Bit. They need to make money. So I mean, the guys that's making why... it. The guys making it. I feel. I hope they're they're artists. Oh yeah, the artists are the people that are playing you know, the characters, and you know. Yeah, the the for people the most that, part. Yeah, and even the writers of these yes. of these stories, these these sort of let's say they've taken the elements and tried to pull them together. Um, of course, the the behind the scenes with the money where the money is from right they want it to be successful but here's another thing that is a different perspective like for what i do for a living is like i help small businesses with brand and brand strategy like to help them create like a personality for their brand that people can connect with well i think why they keep picking things like this is because star wars and the lord of the rings have really strong brands and they have rules that are already set up and so um the danger comes in when you change the brand and you ruin the brand and then the people who loved it because it was the way it was they they connected with it they start to wander off because they don't no longer can identify with it anymore so yeah it's just like they if as long as they honor the brand they can you know they can make 
put you know their own spin on it, but they have to honor the brand. You know the yeah, that's a very the Tolkien good, uh... didn't have sex in their scenes, so I that was my going to be my my line in the sand. No sex <laughs> scenes, no nakedness, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't. I mean, I watched. Uh, I, I watched Outlander, so I don't have a problem with it. It's just not this universe. Don't mess with that. You're sounding like you're sounding like Chris now when you start talking like that. But uh, <laughs> well, know, I'm just saying that's you know, not a part of Tolkien's it's, it's, world. It's, I, or I always joke and, with I joke yeah. with him, Jen, and like you know these they got to make new little hobbits and they got to make new little elves and stuff. So something's going on, you know. But I mm-hmm. get you. Yeah, no, I I understand the. Uh, but no, you're absolutely right about the brand thing. And and, and when you were talking about that, I, I think about it like this, about like think about the Mandalorian, for example. You know, pretty much universally loved, right? I think by the fans. I, I, I've never heard too many Star Wars fans that go, Oh, that's terrible. I it stinks, blah, 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 right? But I always go th- and think of when I hear that, I, I think to myself, I think John Favreau and you know. And why is the other guy's name blanking on me? The the guy always wears the cowboy he hat. He plays Happy? Oh, wait, no, that guy. He did... The, um... the cowboy hat guy. Yeah. Ugh. All right, look him up while I'm talking. But okay. my point is, I think those guys love and understand Star Wars. And and they they get it, right? They they really, really get the brand. And, and yes, they, know, they and love they, it. They are fans. And and they know, yeah. they know what they can... They know that like both what they can what they can do and what the fans will appeal to right what what you know what what they'll like about it versus you know what they might reject a bit mm-hmm. right and and I think I think that's that's the key like you said about the brand I th- I think you I think you can do something you know original you know and or different but you know, and still get people on board, and still people loving it and enjoying it. But you gotta, you've gotta kind of, you've gotta understand the brand, and you've gotta know what what works for it and what doesn't work. And I think if you start changing things too much, I think that's tricky. And I think that, you know, using the Mandalorian analogy just to finish that is, I think the expert thing there was it was they they pretty much went off and did their own thing. And eventually they bring in, you know, even with Baby Yoda, you know, Grogu, whatever. There's a little bit of identifying characters in there to a degree, but they kind of went off on their own. For the yeah, most but it's part. still, yeah, it still has, it still, still feels like Star Wars. Oh and yeah, it's still, yeah. like they're still playing within the line, you know, within the rules of Star Wars. You know what I mean? It's um, so in that case, they're. It's Filoni is the guy, the other guy. Yeah, Dave yeah. Filoni. I, yeah, Dave I Filoni. I don't know why remember. I was blanking so much, but but those guys really know it. And I've watched some of the behind the scenes stuff when they talk about it, especially when Filoni's talking about oh, Star yeah. Wars. He's... He he totally gets it, and and, mm-hmm. and he he gets it, but he also isn't really like a complete slave to just mimicking what was done before. I mean, they're still creating their own thing, but he knows what he knows the feel of it and the essence of it. So, yeah, and, and I think we would yeah. get bored if it was the same cookie cutter thing over and over again. We want something, a new thing revealed. Like we want more backstory. That's why we were all excited when they were like, "We're going to be are making you watching, more stories." I don't think you are because I don't know if you have Disney right now anymore. No, or whatever, I don't. I got yeah. rid of it. So for you're not now. Wa- you're not watching Andor then, right? No, the, the Andor. No, I don't no. know if you've been 
reading any of people's comments or heard anything. Um, it's a really different Star Wars show. I mean, it's it's very, you know, it's basically a prequel series to um, Rogue One, right, with Cassie yeah. and Andor. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It's just really different than what they've done before with Star Wars. Huh, interesting. Yeah, and you're getting a lot of the early, let's say, what's go what what they've done to both what the empire is doing, you know, to you know what they're what they've got going on, but also what really the early days of kind of the rebellion and the kind of the sacrifices people. I'm, I, it, to me, it's just I'm okay with the show and I and I'm enjoying it, but I think the essence of like you're going back or the brand of Star Wars is still kind of there. But I'll put a, a different little way: it isn't my favorite like Star Wars thing to watch. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I prefer the more action-y adventure. And, and, and people, uh, there's a lot of online people talk about, like, they always put it this way, Jen. They always say, like, oh, you just want a lot of pew-pew and actions and lightsabers. <laughs> and I said, no, it isn't just that. I I, I just, I, I want to, I want, I, Star Wars has always been kind of a little bit larger than life and a little bit grander you know, kind of a thing. Uh And this is a very, like, there was a guy, uh, one of the guys on my Facebook group on the Treks and Sci-Fi Facebook group that commented about how much he's loving Andor and it's really down and dirty and gritty. And I I said, yeah, no, I, hey, that's totally cool. I'm glad you're, you're loving it. But that, that isn't the side of Star Wars that I enjoy the most is, is all. That's kind of, people would call it a book Star Wars. It's like, it's like basically book Star Wars, you know, so. And going back to brand, yeah. I mean, the original trilogy is the brand of Star Wars we love. And in, in it was hopeful, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's exactly. that's why it broke convention with Star Wars or not Star Wars, science fiction films of that time in that era were kind of depressing. And, <laughs> you know, and like, still are, even probably yes. even more even and more so different. now. And that's yeah. why we loved it and why it was so success, successful. Is, and yep. when they tried to twist it in a new direction where it's more like he was saying, gritty and um, yeah, it's kind of. I, it's I think ca- you can introduce some of that because you know uh, Tatooine's pretty gritty, and I'm okay with seeing some of that happen. You know, and it's sand, just like don't it's forget. Everywhere, sand. <laughs> as long sand. as they don't forget what made Star Wars successful in the first place, you have to make it. It's an action film, you know. Or well, it was an also, action yeah, series not and, yeah, and and the action, but the and but also yeah, and also just yeah, not it, it, it's it's um let's let's crack a smile now and then and have a joke here or there but but uh, and i yeah i get it they can have all these different let's say permutations or or versions of this this is all fine i i would never because i i i don't like it when people tell me oh i don't know why you watch that or you like that show that show's dumb i always you know defend a lot of things so i'm not going to at all take it take away and it's still a very it's a great show in terms of i mean it's it's really interesting and solid. It's it's just the, not the top of my list for Star Wars. That's yeah. all. And there's yeah. so much of it. It yeah. allows for us to pick and choose what our what our well these are. days it seems like yeah because I mean every other week there's a new something show, showing up yeah there's there's a lot it's not like the uh, you know I've heard both pluses and minuses for this but you know now that we've get Star Wars series and we get Marvel TV shows and DC show you know like. We don't have to wait for like three years or even more for a new Star Wars movie. You know, if you don't, if you want to just watch something new, you know, just wait a little bit and they'll be like they're doing an Ahsoka, you know, TV show and more yeah. Mandalorian and, and I think more Boba Fett too. So there's, 
yeah, there's a lot. So uh, so it's all going to be a little different. But yeah, no, I think this has been pretty good. I don't know. Was there anything else we should cover or talk about on on Rings of Power? We kind of jumped around on, on uh, but there. I think we made some. I think we made some very smart connections. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, so, I'm. 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 You're going to watch season like, two, huh? right? You're going to watch season two. Yes, right? I am. Like, I. I don't want to sound like I. You know, when I said I, I didn't like the Wheel of Time. I always, I, I always give things a chance before sure. I contribute an opinion. The, so yeah, you, I did watch it all the way to the end, and and then I the formed whole, an the opinion. Whole, the whole yeah. first season. So yeah. and that's just the way I am because I hate when people who've never you'll seen watch it, something. Do you think you'll watch more Wheel of Time when it comes back, or do you? Think I don't know. Gonna, I'll have yeah, to. You're, you're debating that one. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm, yeah. I'm so. Mm, I don't know. Angela has the opposite opinion, so everybody has their own thing, you know. Um, but it's. I'll, I'll probably watch one more episode to say to see if it pulls me back in. I really like but... the main the main uh, actress character on that. Oh yeah, who, she's great. Who, you know, she's she's really yeah. good. What what's her name? She's done a, other stuff too. I'm trying to remember the ac- actress. T- terrible with she names. She plays that... Moraine. Yeah, she plays Moraine. Uh, let's see, Wheel of Time series cast or something. I'm I'm, I'm googling Wheel of Time cast. Moraine Domadred. Wheel of Rosamund Pike. Ah, that's right. Rosamund Pike. Yeah, she did this. Um, what did I see her in? She was in a movie that I. Uh, I'm trying to remember this movie that I saw. Kind of a thriller movie that she did. She's done a few things, uh, definitely. But uh, yeah, she's she's really good. I think she she she's really she's probably my favorite part of the show. I think. Yeah. I think she's good. I agree, and she's well. I mean, she's well suited for that character because. Um, Moraine Domadred, it's very serious and very, um, I don't know. She, she, there's not much joking coming from her, <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's pretty, she's a pretty tough cookie. Yeah, yeah she so is. She's a, she's a pretty tough cookie, but yeah, it's, yeah, I, I was, I'll, I'll probably watch more of it. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It'll probably depend on when, when it shows up, but, uh, I definitely enjoyed Rings of Power much more and, uh, yeah, it, it didn't, even with all that we've talked about, you know, here is that even with some of the changes and things, like I think I said earlier, Rings of Power just really threw me for a loop. I'm like, what, 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 what was that? What, what, what just happened there? Oh what? yeah, the, that surprised like, me at the end. I, it was like that what? Was what? Because I was yeah. thinking it was the the other guy. You know. Yeah, uh, it, it's just uh, yeah, and they're um, yeah, they, they it's just it's just so they've really like it, it's kind of like. If there was a scale like from zero to a hundred or something, and how much they've like moved away from the book, or like you said, the brand, like to me, the the Wheel of Time is like, oh, you moved about eighty nine, you know, eighty five percent away. Rings of Power, I feel like they've done. I put them somewhere about in the middle. Yeah, you know, where I think you've kept enough. Maybe mm-hmm. I I'd actually I, I would actually say you 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 probably go a little less than the middle in terms of moving away from the the feel or the essence of it. And maybe like forty or something. Like I, I feel like Wheel of Time just went way far off into the red zone, you know. And of, here's of and here's something else to think about. And and I know I'm like nerding out on brand stuff, but that's just no. That's okay. I, I think it's but, I think it's a good uh, good use of of that. Yeah, yeah. But it, here's the other thing. Like the brand is not brand is not always formed by the company or the series or you know whatever. It it it's it lives in the heart. 
in the mind of the fan or the customer. Sure. So, and that yeah, means different things are, to, yeah. it means different things to different people. So when I have a, nope, that's not right kind of moment and Angela says, I love that. It's because we feel differently about the brand. And so sure. her line in the sand has not been, you know, crossed. So that's why yeah. different people feel different ways about things is because remember the brand lives in the heart, in the mind of the customer or the fan and that they have a different idea. So like to me, you've, you, I know your personality and we've connected and it's, it's probably different for different people. Like they think of you differently than what I think of you. I have this image in my mind of who Rico Dosti is and that's probably completely different feeling for someone else. So that's sure, the way we've had different experiences together. Products yeah, we, are too. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. And I think, I think also, I think everybody has their, their, um, you know, people will say that, and you know, some people are more stuck in their sort of ideals, right? Or their values oh, yeah. or their, or their, like some people are more flexible than others is the easiest way to say it. And I kind of said this earlier in terms of, I think we're all fairly flexible in terms of, oh yeah, okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. I can kind of go with the flow and, and kind of, you know, meander over here and you know I used to have this rep and I, I guess I still do a little although I feel like I'm becoming a little more particular for whatever reason but oh Rico likes everything I'm like no no it, it, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 just I can see uh, you see you the know, good I, in everything yeah see well I, 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 thanks thanks for that I try to it's try I try to do that but I also can understand it a little bit more but but I do also have my like you know, I'll put it this way. You know, there there was this. I I swear the internet is is about ninety nine percent like junk that doesn't actually isn't true and or is just completely made up. But you know, people would start these rumors, and there was one floating around a while ago. You know that they were going to do like a new version of 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 Star Trek, and it was going to maybe this was before Strange New World started or something like that. I forget what it was, or maybe it was potentially a movie. But there was all this talk about oh we're going to do. Um, we're going to do this and we're going to use the original series, you know, we're going to, and, but Kirk's going to be a woman. And I'm like, oh. Kirk's, Kirk's not a woman. I mean, again, I have no problem with, with stuff, but that's, that's not the character, right? What's the so, purpose? What are we well, exactly. That, you it, know, it, that's what I need to know. Like what? It is, just seems like a why? stunt. It just seems yes. like a complete stunt, right? To just, to do that with such an established character, you know, for, um, you know, there's just, yeah. So I'm like, you know, that's, that's just kind of why are you guys doing that? It's just, it's, it's just. But kind the of, why is it, the why is important. You know, if it's a good it reason is. and if it contributes in some way and in, in a good way to the overall story structure, then, you know, maybe, and didn't that, did that did happen to him in well, an episode Well, it did in, in one of the, uh, in one of the original episodes. So right, that was a, it, that was an interesting <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it did. It did because of, you know, the weirdness of even though Roddenberry tried to, you know, put a lot of, you know, future thinking, you know, with with female characters and, you know, higher positions and all the inner international cat, you know, crew. But, yeah, he had that one weirdo episode where it was like, yeah, the woman uh, because they wouldn't <laughs> supposedly yeah, Starfleet won't let women be captains. And I'm like, well, where did that come from after three seasons of of diversity and, and, and trying to do like put things out there and like you're really saying Starfleet and 
in 300 years or whatever, you know, is not going to let women be captains. Was uh, that a thing? I don't well, no, that, that was the that was the that was the uh, point of that episode. Jen was huh. that this woman wants to be a captain, so she swaps bodies with Kirk in the last. That was the very last episode of the series, Turnabout Intruder, because her her point was they wouldn't let uh, women be captains. See, and, that's uh, a point in the series when Roddenberry didn't know his brand the and the vision for his series. You know what I Correct. mean? Like he wasn't it wasn't fully Correct. developed yet. Yeah, it was it was the the idea that that half the population, half the world's population in a few hundred years from now would still be restricted. You know, that's a very it it, it really you're right. Going back to the brand thing, it's really it just didn't make any sense at all at the time. Like you got you've already basically it's not like the ship was just filled with, you know, straight white men in charge, in command and everything in every position. Right. It was actively try. He tried to not have that. And and then to, to have one episode where like it was almost to me, Jen, my you know, since I've you know, TOS is my thing and you know, that mm-hmm. I grew up and watching all the reruns so many times. My my general thought of that episode has always been this. Well, it'll be a fun thing for William Shatner to act. And he does a pretty cool job of it, I think. Like in other words, it well, how do we have that happen? You know what I mean? They could have just had Here's the thing about that. They could have left that totally out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and we're we'll we'll wrap this up in a minute, folks. But the um but what I was gonna say is maybe she was just a woman who wanted to be a starship captain. So her way they didn't have to actually say women couldn't be Starfleet captains. They it could have just been her way to get a hold of like, hey, I wanna be the you know, take over his role, right? Yeah. They could have just left that whole line out of the show of you know, Starfleet won't let women be captains. No, she just wanted to take over his life or something. Like, mm-hmm. right? They they didn't even need that little throwaway line. So so I've kind of viewed it as more of like, oh, this will be a fun way to do an episode rather than, you know, we're, we're just kind of messing with the brand here of that what Roddenberry's established. But anyway. So. Yeah, and we have a lot more perspective now than he did when he wrote that. You know oh, what I mean? sure. Or whoever wrote it. I, I know oh, other sure. writers were helping out back then. So. Yeah, yeah, but this has been fun. Yeah, we should do this again. Um, well, definitely when uh, when more of this stuff shows up again, when another season comes around. But we'll have to think of another uh, another good. This was this this got into some good areas. I'm glad we talked about. Yeah, I really I really liked your brand part of it too. That's <laughs> I think well it all it all makes sense because I think ultimately people don't really talk like that. But I think ultimately you're you're absolutely right with all these properties. I think that's really what it comes down to. Does mm-hmm. this feel right to you? Do, does this work for you? Does this, you know, especially with an established, uh, sorry, an established um, thing like Lord of the Rings or Star Trek or Star Wars or whatever that has such a history that everyone has their their feel for it. They have ro- right? really strong feelings and emotions. Comics is a whole thing too, right? I've read yeah. comics and we've we did a we've talked about it before, but. As somebody who's read comics for so long, when they started to really make all these comic book movies, this is why I've really loved the, pretty much all the Marvel stuff. Because while they've made it their own thing, it's different than the comics. It's still on brand. You know, it's, yeah. it's still it still fits my feel of the characters. And, and yeah, they've changed things a little bit. But but that's that's what you've got to do. You've got to kind of make you, you know, put your own spin a little. But you can't go too far. You know, so yeah, 
All right. Well, all right, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I'm going to I'm gonna stop the recording and let's see. Or maybe, yeah, we'll just click stop on the Skype. But say goodbye, Jen. And Jen, are you guys going to come back with Anomaly sometime? I'm sure everyone's interested. And Angela and I have talked. And okay. she does not, like, I'm like, hey, we need to either wrap this puppy up or keep going. So what do you want to do? Could, you, yeah, you, you you need to have, like, what they call I like having bookends. You know, I don't like leaving yeah, things you, open. So we're talking. A and reunion, I think she wants to come back. So we, we'll uh, be talking. You know, quarterly reunion episodes or something like that or at least yeah put a put a bookend yeah we may have but... to go back to being monthly but um i think we're coming back we oh yeah yeah I, well you know as someone who's podcasted for a very long time it it's it, it it is hard to do what you guys i think you had even tried to move into doing things weekly or or almost i think yeah but uh it that's hard it's, it's, it's like especially really with hard. coordinating schedules and mm-hmm. stuff. I, yeah. my own, my advantage most of the time has been, I haven't had to do that too often, you know, except when I have guests on like you or, or anyone else that it, it's, it's much easier, obviously to do a solo show to whenever I can fit it in or find time. Right. Mm-hmm. That every time you add a person to the, to the mix, it gets harder. I, yeah. Like when you guys were doing the book shows and stuff, oh, with Star you, Wars stacks. You and, yeah. yeah, with stacks and, and, and you and, and Joe and Chris, and sometimes you'd even have somebody else there, you know, that's, you know, it's a lot of scheduling. So, uh, well, well, I hope you guys do come back and, and you can listen to Jen and Angela and others, guests and things I've been on their show, you know, that's still on anomalypodcast.com, right? Yep. Yep, yep, or just find us on Stitcher or Apple or all wherever. those other yep. yeah services, and, and there's a Facebook group and all that stuff. So, uh, and we should sometime get together at a convention again too. That would be you know? fun. I miss yeah. I miss hanging out. One last thing on that, I, mm-hmm. I saw that it's a little far away, but next fall, like I want to say it's in maybe September. I think there is a convention in Austin, and I don't know who's running it. I, it, it could be. It could be San Antonio, but maybe it's Austin. Is it a Comic Con? Yeah. It, well, it is. Yeah, it's a Comic Con. It might be by that Galaxy Con thing that I'm going to in Ohio. But I did run across it somewhere in searching conventions or something. But there is something in Texas like next fall. So so keep that in the back of your head or something. But uh, all right, I'm gonna start stop the recording. Just hang on the line. All right, just say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Talk to you again next time. Bye.
This has been a Rick Dosti podcast production.